I'm Barbara Sibbald, Humanities Editor for the Canadian Medical Association Journal. Today, you'll be listening to a Humanities Encounters article published in CMAJ entitled, Johnny, How Did You End Up on Five Psychotropic Medications? It is written and read by Dr. John D. McClellan, who is a child psychiatry consultant at the Children's Hospital of Eastern Ontario and the Research Chair in Child and Adolescent Psychiatry at the University of Ottawa in Ottawa, Ontario. In the article, Dr. McClellan shares with us the fictional story of Johnny. Johnny is not a specific patient, but rather a composite of many young patients he has encountered over the years. This is Dr. John McClellan reading, Johnny, how did you end up on five psychotropic medications? The new referral reads, quote, severe autism, nonverbal, challenging behaviors, medications not working, assess and treat, close quotes. Johnny is a 16-year-old lad who lives in a group home. His current medication list includes Lisdex amphetamine, clonidine, aripiprazole, quetiapine, and lamotrigine. He's also on polyethylene glycol, vitamin D, and metformin. Johnny, I would like to hear from you how you ended up on five psychotropic medications. I understand you take these willingly. You let them slip down your throat with sweetened juice, without protest. I wonder if you'd be willing to take a sixth to address these residual challenging behaviors. So how did you end up on Respiridone at age four? I guess it was the prolonged and repeated tantrums. It was never quite clear what precipitated them, was it? Your head-banging unnerved your caregivers. I guess the Respiridone took the edge off. I guess. You were able to stay a little longer in that preschool program. I see you've already been on a number of attention deficit hyperactivity disorder meds. Have you found Lisdex amphetamine to be helpful? They say you're a bit less hyper on it. Is the clonidine for the hyperness too? I guess that one's not so clear. I see you've been on it a few years. I'll interpret your pushing me away as a sign that I won't be getting a blood pressure check today. Maybe next time. I'll leave the clonidine for now. You don't recall when or why they switched your respiridone to aripiprazole, do you? I guess that was quite a few years ago, too. Hard to remember whether it made much difference? What were we targeting with that one again? That's quite a lot of weight gain you've had. It's a concern that your body mass index is now above the 99th percentile. It's a problem with some of these antipsychotics, as your body knows. I see you have not had the follow-up blood work recommended for someone on antipsychotics. I hear you're a little too big to pin down for blood draws anymore. Maybe next time you go to dentistry. If they sedate you, we could try then. We do need to check your glucose and cholesterol and... Is the trade-off right? Your aggression is down, your weight is up. You get restrained less frequently. Is the trade-off right? 
I'm not sure how to weigh this risk-benefit ratio, restrained or medicated or... Quetiapine at night, I guess that's your sleeping pill, right? I'm not so keen on you being on two antipsychotics. They say melatonin didn't touch you. I wonder why you're not sleeping at night. I guess it's a low dose of quetiapine. Maybe I'll let that go for now. I wouldn't want to mess up your sleep, your quietness at night. So what's up with this lamontrigine? No history of seizures. It must have been added after that incident at the previous group home, when two staff got injured while trying to interrupt your headbanging. I guess that lamontrigine study looked promising enough to give you a try on it. I see you've already taken some selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, and even a course of naltrexone. What have we not yet tried? Of course, you have not received only medications. I understand you also tried a weighted vest, but it's not clear to me whether it helped or whether you found any comfort in it. I understand you're struggling to make use of the picture exchange communication system. I understand that your most recent behavioral consultant is trying to help you develop some functional toileting skills, employing one of your few identified salient positive reinforcers, lifesavers. I guess my role is to look at your medications. That's my part, the part I need to sort out. Yet, I want to do something more, something better. I look for enlightenment in the book I'm currently reading, The Faces of Intellectual Disability, Philosophical Reflections by Lysia Carlson, but I get lost in the Foucauldian references and our socially constructed identities. So I'll review each of your medications again. I'll ask your guardian to set some priorities and consider whether there's a medication that will help to achieve some of those priorities. I'll ask the group home staff to try to get you more active to maybe burn off some of that excess weight gain. Although I know it's a challenge, you need two staff with you when you go out of your group home. I'll ask the dietitian about improving your diet. I'll ask the pharmacist about drug-drug interactions I ought to avoid. But one wonders what happens when it gets to five. I'll try to reduce the doses of your various medications and maybe get rid of one or two. And I'll try to avoid adding a sixth. However, I will not take your silence as indicating you have come here willingly. I will not take your silence as agreement with our chosen priorities for you. I will not interpret your silence as a testimony that I've done you more good than harm. I will not interpret your willingness to swallow pills. You've been listening to the Humanities Encounters article, Johnny, How Did You End Up on Five Psychotropic Medications? It is written and read by Dr. John D. McClellan a child psychiatry consultant at CHEO and research chair at the University of Ottawa. You will find the article on our website, cmaj.ca. If you've been listening to our CMAJ podcasts, please leave us a rating on iTunes or give us your feedback on SoundCloud or any of our social media channels. Thank you for listening.